Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. everybody it's another episode of the dnvr rabbits podcast i'm your host mitchell carroll aka Mitchell, aka uh happy usmnt supporter you should be happy yeah they played a, they played a sure. crappy team that's but they dominated a crappy team yeah they did they really did it was a fun night last night uh gold cup wise fun week gold cup wise we're gonna dig into a bunch of that canada and the u.s um, and Mexico. And Mexico. Dominating Honduras. Let's go. And we're also going to talk a little Western Conference transactions. There's some goal scorers coming our way. A little, you know, does it forecast, does it help us forecast how the Rapids compete in this transfer window coming up? Or does it signal maybe where some players might be going outbound, et cetera, et cetera? Um, and then we're going to talk a little. Uh, uh, who cares? We'll get to it later. This By is the my way, guy. I'm Yaya, too. <laughs> I was going to say, joining me today is Super Yaya. Uh, super as I can be. I thought it was Friday, so I'm not that happy because I, I really thought it was Friday. We never go on Fridays. Again, it was more like as soon as I found out it wasn't Friday and there wasn't a Susie show, I was really disappointed for the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Not no, not having a Susie show on a Thursday does fuck up your life a little bit. A little bit. Shout out Susie Hunter. Big rapid supporter. Big she, time. She's a Pitts woman. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's. Where do you want to start with this? I'm thinking we go. Let's talk Boys Bombido. Our guy. Rapids third pick from the last MLS Super Draft. Played 64 minutes, including a start in the defensive midfield for Team Canada, in their Gold Cup group game against. Guadalupe? Yeah, Guadalupe. Guadalupe, as they kept saying, which really threw me off. Yeah, that, that is such a weird way to like just say Lupe. Is that the French way? Because they are French. I just go Lupe. They don't even have their own flag, I realized. They you, just have the French flag. What if it's just the same thing? That's a good point. It really threw me off. I think it was, was it Twelman on the call who kept saying that? Also, how do you feel about Twelman before we get going? I like him. I'm like 50-50. He's fine. He like... He'll win me over for a game, and then the next game he'll like lose <laughs> me completely. Uh, that's fair. I mean, I don't think there's any really good American commentators on the level of of you know like a Drury or anything like that. Yeah, so, most of them. Um, I yeah, most of them do come from like English and yeah. the British Islands and all yeah. that fun stuff. Um, but our guy Moise in a two-two really exciting two-two game. Which um, also Canada? What the hell? I mean, Canada really it, blew it. You're going against <laughs> you're going to you're going against Guada, and you can't even get yeah. It. Which you know, actually, I do think that maybe um, they were they were talking about it on the on Twitter and on the on the broadcast. It's like some of these French islands because they just have French passports. 
these kids that are like big time soccer prospects are really it's easy uh, uh, paperwork wise to get them into French academies yeah. and stuff like that. So their so, so their soccer talent's probably a little better than you would think. But uh, either way, Canada two two, uh, Cavallini in the 49th, um, an own goal in the 70th. Um, and then Canada returned the favor for the equalizer and stoppage time with an own goal. Um, but Moise Bombido, uh, do you want to go ahead and pull up those first stats there, super producer Alyssa? We have, um, these are just, oh, the other one. Boom, perfect. Okay, so, you know, I'm going to, I don't want to just read out all these stats, but what stands out to you? He played 64 minutes in the defensive midfield. It's where, you yourself said he should be playing this whole time. We were talking about this right before the show, and you complain. I'm like, I feel so vindicated because this should. is what I wanted. Like, you I should. brought this up about like what three weeks ago when they played Columbus, mm-hmm. and he was attacking that midfield. Um, when I look at these stats immediately, the first thing that comes up to me are going to be the accurate passes and the accurate long balls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 82% even against a lower team is really good for a midfielder. Especially if he was like just dominating that role, um, it just tells me that he's finding the right pass and getting into the right people at the right time. Mm-hmm. And same thing with long balls. Long balls are one of the hardest things to learn in soccer. Trying to get them to the right place, the right timing. Um, they're just a little bit more. Var- they can vary a little bit more. So the accurate long balls, four out of four, is great. I think that just means that he's finding the right guy at the right time and being able to get it over there. It's Actually, pretty good. I think when you see a kind of physical guy like Bombito, where it's so obvious that he can run faster, jump higher, you know, be stronger, um, you kind of forget that, like, you know, I think he's just interesting uh, in terms of, like, what you would expect him to be good at. And long balls from a guy like that, especially a guy who doesn't seem to have a ton of on-the-ball skill yet, you know what I mean? He can yeah. be a little, how do we describe him? Like a newborn baby deer kind of, yeah, like still kind of figuring out where to run. and For sure, a you know, Bambi style yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of figure out where he is. That four for four on, on long balls is just really nice to see. The other thing I really liked was that recovery stat there, which is he, uh, five recoveries defensively. The way he covers ground from the attacking third on a counter back is just amazing to watch. It's one of my favorite things to watch. I'm going to be watching it for the rest of the season, hopefully. Hopefully he's starting. Um, I don't know. I, I, I thought he had a good game. I think there were moments where he could have made himself a little more, uh, inserted into the attack, a lot more available. Yeah. Maybe like, yeah, just actually being open a little bit more. Well, yeah, let's actually talk about that. Will you throw up the next one there, Alyssa? Thank you. Hey guys. It's um, me. <laughs> so the heat map, um, on the left is, uh, offensively on the right is defensively covered ground. Like crazy, offensively he pretty much stuck into his role there in the mm. midfield, um, and on the right you see him all directions defensively. That's you see him pressing both sides, both wings, back in his own box. Um, I just thought it was really impressive from him. And this is the biggest thing. And we, uh, I was telling you before the show, my biggest fear with a uh, Bombi is that he might want to push up farther up. Mm-hmm. And I think he has the recovery speed to come back and help out and do all that stuff. But my my fear is that he might want to, like, ru- be really up there and maybe forget about the defensive side of sure. the center defensive midfield. 
for the most part, he held he held into his two zones right in front of the box yeah. defensively. He for did the a, most, that's where he spent most of his time. He did a great yeah. job of just keeping that role, not moving out too much, which is what I want to see from somebody that plays that role. Mm-hmm. Off defensively, we've seen it with the Rapids. There's times that he's on the left, and then he ends up at the right helping out Keegan, and then he comes all the way back <laughs> to recover. Full speed the other way. And that's the best thing about him, that he is not, not and I mean this in the best way, and I mean this in such a good way, he's a tryhard trying to do everything right. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, and that's what you want in sports. You want tryhards. You don't want guys that are, yeah, that are like lacking and doesn't have, he has that mentality that's like, where I'm needed is where I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And and can he keep that contained enough, right, and not act too much on that impulse? Or is he just, you know, can he guess right enough times, basically? Um, so I guess the question is, would you put him into that six role? A hundred percent. I wouldn't even like, think like about the it. the next Rapids game that he's available for, would you start him in that six role? Actually, I regret that a little bit. I wouldn't do it immediately. And the only reason I wouldn't is because who plays that left back? I love beta, but you, Bombi has Galvan one. will be back. You could do three uh, back. No, they're going the with two the, wings. Well, no, well, hear me out. Hear me okay, out. Hear okay, me okay. out. Hear me out. Let's see. Let's see. All right, so your full, your full three: Maxo, no, Lawless, Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but uh, Maxo, Lawless, Wilson across the back. Yeah. Galvan, Keegan, and then that, and then they can really push up because Moise can kind of make it four back from that role. See, I get it. I do understand that, like wanting to have. More, I like the four back. I think, Me too. I think, Me they, too. I Me think too. they found something with the four back with I, with Wallace or no, with Keegan, Wallace, Maxu, or Wilson, Maxu, Bombito on the left, exactly. And I think I've really liked that four back. I would want to see him in Ronan and uh, maybe a Costa when they come back, maybe a Bassett, really try to see how that looks in that midfield. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think it'd be really fun. Maybe you'd let Ronan be a double eight. With Bassett, and they can just right. be box to box, both of them. Yeah, so maybe maybe if he doesn't get the start, subbing in for an Acosta or a Ralph, and kind of, or a Leva, and and holding down that back line to allow guys like Keegan to get crosses in, and allow Galvan or Sam or whoever's on the left to push up. Exactly, and I think and I think just that four back should be the way that the rapid should be thinking, and I think that's the way they're thinking. It feels a little bit like a lost season. And when they started the year, they started with the four back, and you can really tell they wanted to play a certain way. They just didn't have the talent level to right, play that right, way, so right. they had to like adjust to whatever they had. And they were good for a good what ten games. Yeah, they were solid, not great, not good, just good enough, good enough not to be the worst team in the MLS. Yeah, I think they see it's a lost season. There's nothing at the end of the road for them, so I think they're gonna try and just push for that new role, kind of push mm-hmm. for what else can. Trying to get more reps under the new system that they want to adapt. And I think playing Mombiro at the six is the right thing to do. My only fear is the left back. Who do you put back there? Um, Maybe Beta. Maybe you go get another guy. Because with Bombito, it feels like they did. They finally Maybe found there's a loan deal out there or something. Exactly, it feels like they finally found that guy in, in Bombito that can play the left back. That that hole that's been missing since uh, Sammy Vines, really. Mm-hmm. But if you want to optimize Bombito's <laughs> skills, which is being lengthy, being quick, and having some good vision and trying to push the play up quickly, maybe you just put him at the six and let him cook there. And just I think that, and that's what, what you, you worry about. You're doing. the worst team in soccer. And they, you can do whatever you want now. The chains are free. 
And that's you can the literally theme. try anything because it like we already have the worst case scenario playing out. So who cares? Throw them out there. And you're probably not gonna get rid of Frazier or Porig. Nope. So let him adapt. Doubt it. Yeah, doubt it. Honestly, and we'll get this more into the second section, yeah. a segment about like who should be gone, who should stay. Right. But like maybe even Keegan shouldn't be here. Maybe you put a Seb Anderson to try to get him sure. more adapted because he's younger. Maybe you get rid of a Wilson and Lawless and let Michael Edwards do something. Right, right. You know, like maybe it's time to start like just see what you have. And then next year you can look at go look for more people, you know, like go look for higher end veterans that can help you more talent that can get you to the next level. Right, right. And when I see Bombito and this is why I wanted to play him at the six. If I had a wish list of who the Rapids should be targeting during transfer windows, it would be a six. It would be a nine and it would probably be a winger. Those yeah. would be those would be my especially three. when you think about who could be outbound. Those Ex- those things really stand out. Exactly, and right. maybe a left back. Those would be my three yeah. wish candidates, like the three wish positions I would want. I like that. So maybe you can fill that position at the at the six with Bombito, and you don't have to worry about that. So you just have to worry about a left back now. Then you go get another winger and a and a and a striker, and maybe that's the way you improve this team for the next couple of years right because then you'd be way younger with the midfield of Basic, uh ronin and bombito God, that's young but it's talented ronin is what 25 bombito's 23 24 or 5 yeah, yeah yeah and bassett's 21 yeah so those that would be an average age of like 23 24 that's great that's a great place to be at yeah and so, like, in the next three to four years, if you want to develop that midfield and have one of the best midfields in the MLS, I think that's the way you do it. Yeah. Uh, what do you see his ceiling as? Like, who, who, like, we've all thought about Bombito's long term and the impact he can have. Is there someone you would want to sort of model his game after? And I think you saw my computer and that's why you asked for the most part because I was just looking oh, up his stats. Come on, man. That, you didn't have to tell him that. They wouldn't have known. They would have thought I'm I was le- just good at this. We're, 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 <laughs> we're taking out the... <laughs> the bail a little bit. In, oh, in hey, I keep forgetting that yeah. the comments are on this side. <laughs> what up, Matthew? Um, Matthew, Logan, Dustin. What's up, guys? Elliot. Yo, what's going on? Throw a like on there if you can. <laughs> <laughs> Not if you can. Do it. We if ask, you can. We beg of you. If you can. Um, <laughs> and his Canadian counterpart, his Canadian teammate, is, is Malcone. He was, That's a good one. He long, lengthy. They kind of even look alike. Lengthy, tall, very <laughs> agile, quick. Yeah. <laughs> they play very similar, and they both play the six and play that midfield role. I like that. Um, the way and that's the way I look at him. I look at him more of that kind of role. Somebody that can really recover really quick, has the vision, gets his gets get to his spots uh, when he needs to. Mm-hmm. I like find that. an open man, and. Again, the small con is younger, and he came from the academy. He wasn't a super draft pick. Right. He came. Uh, he's twenty one, two years younger than Moyes, but he did just got get sell, uh, sold to um, Watford for ten million. Yeah, I mean Watford. They're in the championship right now. A very right good now. chance of getting promoted next season. Um, and that's. I mean, I really. I think that's a great call. Uh, any other things from that game you saw? Anything else you want to hit on? Just, I mean, we could talk about Bobby for the next twenty episodes, we probably if we wanted could. to. That's our guy. This is a this is a Bombi pod. No, he's not going to get sold to anywhere else. He'll surpass the level of the squad, and we forced to move into a contending. Okay, look, Logan. I just don't think the tape right now has anyone drooling over him. I think obviously they see the physical profile, 
But what they see on film is him running into people, uh, you know, like out of position, able to recover, but out of position. Um, I think he just needs, he's probably going to need two to 5,000 minutes at the MLS level. Yeah. And uh, you know what I mean? Before we even have an idea of his market, then probably another two to 5,000 before you see a big move. And the other thing really with Bombi is he was a super draft pick. Right. Like he wasn't a guy like that came out from the academy well, like and not just a super draft pick, Toronto's super draft exactly. pick. Exactly. And not, like the thing is I can see him playing for Toronto, but like sure. how much are they willing to give up? Is it gonna be well, enough sure. for the Rapids to let him go? Like, and they already gave they already gave you that pick in the I would call it failed Mark Anthony K trade right now. Exactly. And it is like I really do think it's because they haven't won. They haven't yeah. done anything. So when I look at Bombi, like, yeah, my only fear is that he might be too good to go to Europe. What I'd say he does become an all-star talent in the next two to three years. Yeah. He'll be 26. How many European clubs are going to be knocking? He might. Look, I, mean, I would say, you know, probably most Belgian teams, um, maybe a shot in like Turkey or, <coughs> sorry, or the championship, um, maybe Bundesliga two or lower Bundesliga clubs. Um, because he can play such a versatile position on that back line where, you know, they had a, they, they had a back three, two wing backs, and then he was at the six. You see a lot of strange positions like that in Germany. They really are. I like it. I think of it as like, uh, yeah, I think of it as kind of like, they kind of play air raid offense over there. You know, they try all these weird uh, formations and throw guys in different positions. So I think he could really fit in, you know, like a club, like, uh, you know, like a Werder or Schalke, of course I would want him there, but you know what I'm saying? Like a lower, like a team that might stay up, might not have to sell him on for Kind of mid to lower end of the table. But that's the thing. 26 year old at that point that he becomes an all-star, he might become a Kellen Acosta. Mm Mm-hmm. He might become a really good, great player that at the end yeah. of the day might just be like, you know what? You're more valuable to us than sure. the 10 million that we can get for you, than the 5 million, 3 million that we can get for you. Oh, man. That means they sold a lot of players. <laughs> they do. <does>. But <laughs> for that, a bunch of money. <laughs> but no, but like, it does mean like maybe you're more valuable to us because sure, we sure, build sure. a squad around you. You're our centerpiece. Yeah. You're our Jack Price of the future. Oh, God. Oh, I'm so excited. And that's the thing. Maybe they're just like, you know what? You're more valuable to us as a player than yeah. you are as a money sign. <laughs> and that's the thing that we got to realize when we talk about Mamito. Right. I do understand that, hey, he might go to Europe. Other MLS teams are going to call. But what do the Rapids want to do? If right. they, This could be your building piece for years to come. Him Keep and Max do love playing with each other. Exactly. That's like a known thing. And then you got a, you got a 24-year-old Ronin, a 21, 22-year-old Bassett. You could really build something nice. And then you got Galvan, who's only 21, 22 as well. Especially if you could keep him in that spine, right? So then you have whatever keeper you land on. Maxu, Bombito, Ronan Bassett, Rubio, or Striker X, whatever. Anyways, I think we might be getting ahead of ourselves as we do every conversation about Bombito. Which, I mean, this, <laughs> the team is bad. we got to speculate about what's the future, you know? It's like, way more fun than reality, baby. And Way we already talk fun. about all the shitty games constantly. Um, speaking of, we're going to talk about the U.S. versus, uh, what is it, St. Kitts and Nevis? Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about that in just one second. But first, we got to talk about by far the coolest sponsor this company has ever had in any capacity. Just kidding. They're all great. We love our partners. But we're talking about kind love, my guy. I love drugs. Well, <laughs> <laughs> not drugs. <laughs> they are drugs, but the good kind. LLDs, as D-Line calls them. Low level. 
low level D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. Uh, kind Love is excited to be an official partner of DNVR and support another local brand. We love the Kind Love cannabis and always get a consistent, great experience when we are high on Kind Love. Quality, integrity, consistency, variety, and safety is what they are all about. One of the first dispensaries in Colorado established in 2010, known for cultivating some of the highest quality cannabis in the state, authentic genetics, patient growth techniques, and one of the highest quality brands. They are fully integrated from seed to sale. That's their own genetics. They control the whole grow process and packaging. This is straight up, this is farm to table right here. This is like... And you can really taste the farm in this, this is integrity, in a good way. baby. <laughs> this is actually very true. Actually, I, I love this thing. If integrity was a real weed place, it would be kind of love. I love this take, and it's completely true. I've always wanted to smoke integrity weed, and now I get to with kind of love. Uh, they recently launched a game-changing new product in the industry known as Turbo Core. Let me tell you, Turbo Core is awesome. Turbo Core is a 100 milligram stick that looks exactly like a toothpick. About this big a full spectrum canvas concentrate designed with a pointed tip so you can easily slide it into any joint blunt or cigarette and instantly infuse it it is also vegan natural no chemical processing whatsoever they utilize a patented process called micro encapsulation i know what that is for sure this is what <laughs> prevents the concentrate from getting sticky or messy and helps the overall burn temperature creating a smoother, more pleasant experience. They just launched their new infused pre-roll line, Turbo Joint. Turbo Joint! I was thinking, I was thinking Turbo Time with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Turbo Joint! With Arnold in that movie. <laughs> I'm all for it. Uh, they use the exact same technology as they do on their core. Uh... Turbo joint is 0.7 grams of bud combined with 0.3 grams turbo keef. It's ridiculously potent and burns significantly smoother than our other infused pre-rolls on the market. It won't melt or be messy in your car this summer. It burns slower and is much more flavorful. Turbo core, turbo joints, and kindla flower are sold in more than 100 stores around the state. So shout out to our friends at Kindlove. You can use DNVR promo code. You get 25% off. Is that right? Yeah, that is very true. Like that that's a great deal. <laughs> that's if crazy. If you've ever bought drugs legally, you know how expensive they LLDs. are. LLDs. Um all right. Thank you, kind love. We appreciate you having on. Um we also have to talk about, I mean, the the true legends of the of the Rapids podcast ad read game. Illegal Pete's, dude. Bam, it's patio season, baby. This episode of DNVR Rapids is brought to you by Illegal Pete's. It is your go-to spot this summer. Yeah, I have a one question for you. Are you ready for the longest happy hour in Denver? No, but that's just because I'm a weakling. But sure. if I was stronger, if Illegal Pete's would be my way to correct, go. Correct, correct. Uh, 3 to 8 p.m. every day at all 12 Illegal Pete's locations. That's five hours of all the usual fan favorite deals. Stop by after work. Enjoy a few extra margaritas on the patio at happy hour price. There's no better way to kick off your summer. And don't forget to stop by Illegal. Oh, I keep reading this thing. It's still in here. It makes me so sad. It's a stop by on Nuggets game days. It's still in the ad copy. Game days are indeed over and the Nuggets oh, are indeed on top. I just want to watch some more games. It was so fun. Either way, wear your DNVR Nuggets gear to Illegal Pete's and have a margarita during happy hour. That's my tip of the week. Boom. Let's go. Let's go. Dwayne's not here, by the way. Shout out, Dwayne. Hope you're feeling better, my guy. Yeah. Send uh, out positive vibes to our guy, Dwayne. Yeah, he's going through uh, some small things, but yeah. still... 
We're thinking Not about small, you. Not small, because everything's big if you're you. going through it. We're so. thinking about you. Um, all right, let's hop into this U.S. men's national team game last night. I mean, th- when we th- this is what I, w- I wanted to get your opinion more than me because sure. we watched it more. Yeah. Are they that good, or is that team just like really bad? Well, yes, that St. Kitts and Nevis is not a quality. They're not going to make the hex. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like they're not going to be, there's no danger of them beating, winning games, right? That being said, this is US C team. I would say B. Maybe B, parts of B, parts of C. I'd go B. There's definitely some guys that aren't going to play uh, any other tournament besides this one. See, the thing is, I like like a Busio, I like a Ferreira, Bastard is on it. Like, these are players that like are either lower level Europe Mm -hmm. or on their way to Europe in the next two years. It's funny that, like this this game is like I think this guy's good when he does well. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it's very positively validating. Yeah, right. And if you didn't do well against a team like Saint Kitts and Nevis. I don't really assume that you had a bad game. I assumed that you knew who you were playing and didn't really do, you know, didn't really try that much. That's what I was thinking. Like you can't take <laughs> out. You, I really think you. That this is the take. The only takeaway I think you can personally have as a fan of any team that does this to like a way lower level team is um. You played a bad team. You dominated as you were supposed to do. You mm-hmm. did the right thing. Now it's just kind of move on. Yeah. There's not a lot of things you can actually take away, I think, until you face like maybe an Honduras, El Salvador. Look, like Ferrer's goals were nice. Yeah. Uh, Melovich getting two. Love to see that. That's a guy you want to see contribute, right? Yeah, that's there. the thing is, is especially like a guy who, Ferreira, who has scored a lot of goals for the U.S., right? Yep. Like, but there's so much competition. Balogun coming in. Vasquez getting a goal last game. Like, you you know there's a lot of names at striker for the U.S. in the mix for 26. Like, a lot. Having a hat trick in your pocket mm-hmm. in a cup game, even if it's St. Kitts and Nevis, I still think is huge for him. I think you're. I think you're right there because at the end of the at the end of the day, when you look at stats, you're not going to look at competition. Most people don't. Most people yeah. just look at who won by how much, who scored. Right, and that's about it. And I also think the biggest thing with this team is you have to now watch you now. You have two games under your belt. A horrible one-one draw that could have been a two-two-one yes. loss against Jamaica if yes. it wasn't for Matt Turner saving that penalty. Brick wall, dude. Secretary of Defense Part 2. Let's go. Let's just call him something else. General uh, general of militia or something. <laughs> just, I like that. That's a, I think it has to be a little bit different. But General Turner? General Turner is actually pretty good. Let's go. Um, general in command. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Logan, you're right. It's expected. A win was expected. Is 6 nothing expected. Exactly. Because like, they could have scored those first three goals in the first 16 minutes and just shelled up. Kicked the ball around. They could have done whatever they wanted. They're right that it should have scored 10. You should have scored probably 20. But at a certain point, sportsmanship is involved and health, fitness. You don't want to risk anything that you when you don't need it. Yeah. Plus six in uh, in that goal differential now is huge after the draw with Jamaica. Um, I don't know. I think overall it's one of those ones to be happy about. Yeah, and that's why I say like I'm not taking anything away yeah. from the U.S. because they don't deserve to have anything taken away. Yeah. They did what they were supposed to do. It's not their fault. They played a, a yes. lesser opponent. Yes. They did the right thing. Everybody looked good. If you didn't look good, it was basically just because they dominated. So that's why it's just kind of like 
you can't do much. Like, yeah. you, I think now you got to look at both games. What went wrong against Jamaica? And how were you able to bounce back against Nevis and True. not make it a tight game like Canada did against Guadalupe? It's also so weird that Burhalter's not just coaching this. Yeah, and that is extremely strange. Right? Like, what's the point? <laughs> People were also playing Burhalter out yesterday, and I'm like, he's not even playing. He's not even coaching. And they won 6 nothing. Look, we're going to be happy about it. We're going to move on. We're going to see them uh, again against Trinidad and Tobago. That, I think, is going to be a more interesting game. Uh, I was at the Trinidad and Tobago U.S. game at Dick's five, four or five years ago. Yeah, around there. Maybe six years ago. Yeah, that seems uh, about right. That was fun as hell. Uh, Pulisic brace. Um, That's when it was a young Pulisic. Too. I think they're going to yeah. smoke him this time. So I, I don't... There's a thing. I think it's going to be interesting because... Trinidad and Tobago brings the same elements that Jamaica does, which is speed. Yeah, but U.S. And is a fast team, too. It is, but that speed got the U.S. against Jamaica. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what they learned. It's not as talented as Jamaica, of course. Right, Jamaica's right, maybe like right. the fifth best team in CONCACAF. Like maybe it's them, Costa Rica, uh, El Salvador, and Honduras all fighting for that top five spot. Right. Kind of. But I do think... It will give a chance for the U.S. to kind of practice in case they do see like a Jamaica, in case they do see a, a fast El Salvador team. Like sure. I think that's going to be the more interesting for me. It's how they handle that speed, right. even if you are pretty fast yourself. Yeah, and I mean, you know, if they want to go fast, they they still have Yetlin, uh, you know, to put it outside back. They have, you know, I think, I think this is one where the the U.S. is going to roll out uh, a lineup. That they don't really care how the other team is lining up, how the other team is playing, what formation they're throwing out. I think they are really trying to see where the fringes of the roster are going to be at in you know in these upcoming Copa in, in 2026, Copa, like Gold Cup, which will have yeah. like uh, Conmebol and UEFA yeah. and uh, so, Afcon and everybody so like, come in. I think it matters that. You know, you're getting good performances out of a guy like Mailovich, Ferreira, Reynolds. Um, you know, and you're probably not going to see Aaron Long or Yedlin or Turner or Miles Rout. You're not going to see these guys spend as much time on the field in this tournament because they brought all these other guys that are starting to see if they can have an impact, like a Cade Cal, uh, Brandon Vasquez. It does feel like guys it's more like of that. a depth kind It's like of a prove that you deserve to be involved in this next few rounds of roster selection. Exactly. Yeah, and again, I'm all for it. I think the U.S. has the deepest pool and maybe... They really do. They might have as deep as a pool as maybe even France. Maybe not as talented. Right, not as top end talented, yeah, obviously. But like it's, but well, even maybe down in the, like, the ranks. They might not have like high-end youngsters. It like, almost reminds me of like a Belgium before they really saw the peak of their powers. You know, he, like young De Bruyne. This is a lot, actually, who I think of when I think of yeah. the USMNT. I think a lot of Belgium. Yeah. The golden era of Belgium. Yep. It feels a lot like the golden era of the USMNT. Oh, like, oh sign me up, baby. I mean, I'm sign gonna, me up. I don't know if you want that. Number one have, in the world, baby. They didn't win anything. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair like, enough I don't know if you want that. Like all that hype with no <laughs> nothing to show for it. Um, <laughs> that's my biggest yeah. thing. I, when I do see him, like when I see a De Bruyne, I see like a uh, a Musa. When I see a, um, an Axel, I see a Tyler Adams. Like yeah. I see all these guys, like. I like that really could come up and be dudes. Eden Hazard looks starting to feel a lot like Pulisic, honestly. Shows up a little bit more for international than club sometimes and not always their fault. You know who I like out of this group a lot? Dwan Jones from the Revs. 
How many movies have you yeah. played? Is he pretty Left good? Back, Speed. I, I mean... Future Rapid? <laughs> God, yeah. Could we get a left back, please? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, I don't know. He's just an interesting... I, I mean, that left back role, I feel so bad for Sammy breaking his leg before the World Cup because he would he would probably be starting in I that I mean, spot. he is a, what, 20, 21 Gold Cup winner? Yeah. With... Against yeah. Mexico in that uh, Las right. Vegas. Yep. Against Tata Martino in Mexico, and it was Burhalter. Like he was penciled in to be part of all these. Well, kind he of rounds. played those. Like, he started and played well in the last two games before the World Cup. He might have gone to the World Cup if it wasn't yeah. for that leg. Like yeah. it really might have been. So I, you know, I wish he was able to get these. You know, some minutes in with this group. I liked Cade Cal. I liked James Sands. Um, I it, look. This was a workmanlike domination. You know, and kind of maybe you wanted him to turn it on a little bit, but do I think Jamaica will put up six on St. Kitts? No. No, they'll put up seven. <laughs> I don't think he'll put up four. No, I I, I don't either, dude. The thing is, like, this is what I say. Yeah. Like, you did what you had to do. You did the right thing. Like, that's why I'm like, I'm not knocking them. Like, it's not their fault. That's actually a really good point. And that dates all the way back to, like, Timmy Chandler from oh. Logan there. Right? Like, that's kind of the guy I think of as the outside back, like, check out this guy. We got Timmy Chandler, yeah. dude. Um, he got hasn't Joe featured Scully, in four yeah. tournaments or something. Yeah, still got Joe out there, too. Yeah. And then like, Yedlin, of course, was kind of the speed factor where we're like, oh, we can hang with anybody. Yeah. Back when he was in um, when he was in England the first time, yeah. first go around with Newcastle. Um, what, was the, what was I going to say? There was something that came sorry. to my mind. No, there was just something that came to my mind when we, we were talking about, oh, Who's the most likely rapid to go to the USMNT Gold Cup or any squad? Here? It's probably Cole. You so let's let's say it's Cole, Yappy, and Baldry. Not Yappy. Well, let's 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 say it's not Yappy. Let's say Colorado kid that's come through the academy. So let's put Sammy then it's Vines. Sammy. Sammy Vines, Baldry, Yappy, and Bassett. Well, those are your four guys that you're looking at. Who do I think is most likely to get a cap? I would say it's for sure Bassett, then Sammy. No, scratch that. Flip I it. think it's Sammy, Sammy Bassett, then Bassett, then Beaudry, then Yappy, and then I think in terms of who who do I think could get the most caps out of those is Beaudry. But yeah, I think especially with this goalkeeper core kind of getting older for the USMNT yeah, squad. Yeah, I mean, you know, is he better than Horvath? He's certainly not as physically imposing as Horvath. Well, he's all just seventeen. Yeah, but he's he, he isn't big. He's not Abe size, but no. he isn't big. You know, he's yeah. he's. It's it's not, you know, you see a guy like Yarby and Irwin and like these like Big physically dudes, imposing, yeah. um, but I think he has a ton of skill. He's already been he's already been playing big minutes in you know Concacaf championships for the U17s and stuff like that. So I would probably put him in there. Um, I don't know, man. I still have hope in Yappy. I think this year Yappy was adapting. Maybe. I think I think I really do think sure. Yappy. Yappy didn't play well. Look, and I don't think it has to do with Yappy. No, I think it has to do with the Vasquez, Ferreira, Balogun. Uh, you know, there's so many. Who would be the next up after that list, in your opinion? Would it be uh, the redhead? Uh, Sergeant. Sergeant. I mean, Sergeant definitely gets minutes. Um, what's his name in... in uh, P Folk. P Folk in, in Berlin. Yeah, Peppy. Um, Peppy. Dude, See, look, holy like there's a lot. Shit, like, I the know. More I think about it, I'm like, holy, that is a deep <laughs> Yeah, and pool. you can only bring three to four of them. That my, uh, I will say this. Deep striker pool, only about two guys in there, in my opinion. In terms of what? Like, that could actually make impact. Good Where? players. Like, good players. I think they're all really good players. Yeah, but, but I, think I mean, at only what level two. are you saying specifically? Because at I think international level. I'm, I'm talking international. Only two players, I think, that can come in and actually push the U.S. over the top. 
I mean, I it's Balogun. Balogun, but, but I also think Vasquez. It's Those are the two guys that I think can actually I, come in and make a I difference. I was screaming for Vasquez before the World Cup. No, you were. Like, you were all in on Vasquez. Uh, he would have been better than... Who's the other kid they took? That it was between Pepe and him. Um, they took Sargent. They took Ferreira. Oh, in Turkey. The, everyone, the guy yeah. that everybody else hates. Even though he led... The U.S. in scoring for the year. Who was it? Um, I'm blanking now, and I sound like a terrible. Uh, you know them better than I do, so like I'm gonna, I'm defaulting to you. If it was Mexico, I'd, I can't believe I can't remember this. He's uh, looking up. He's looking up Turkey. Spore striker. He's uh, American. Haji Wright. Haji Wright. Jesus. All right. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Should we do? Yeah, let's do it now. Let's do our, let's do our last ad read. We'll get into some rapid stuff and some Western conference trade, you know, uh, trades, transactions, etc. Um, dang, we got two more. Uh, all right. Our friends, usually we do these guys first. That's weird. We're going to talk about shady rays, my guy. <laughs> I'm shaded up. <laughs> look at this guy. Look at this guy. People, dude, I feel like these make me look like a, a baseball player. For sure. It makes me look like I do know ball. You know ball. I can I can probably not do a ground out anymore at this age. My back might go out. I could ground out for sure. I don't think, <laughs> I don't I also don't think I'm, I'm going so bad at baseball. I dude, the <laughs> thing is like I'm afraid. Like the I used to play baseball as a kid all the time. I'm afraid I might get effed up. But I would always me. ground out to shortstop every time, dude. I'm so bad. I'm the worst hitter on the planet. Maybe I can't get I a ground ball. I swing at everything. There's no pitch I won't swing at. <laughs> Makes you look like a character from Rocket. <laughs> That's actually true. Mitch has never seen a pitch that he doesn't like. Never, dude. I'm y- yoking bombs, but usually just grounding out to shortstop. Um, hey, either way, what's most important about playing baseball in the sun is making sure you're protecting these guys like Ooh. you're doing right now. These are going to be really good reflective. Oh, yeah. These are anti-sun. You take on that sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn, durable frames, and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. You could snap those right now, dude, in half, and they replace them for free. I love them. I don't know. I don't think they actually would replace those if you did that. Especially with uh, video evidence. Yeah. So don't do that. But wear them with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. If you lose them or break them, they'll replace them. With, our custo- with their customers, Shady Rays is providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the U.S. through Shady Rays Impact, from building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS the outdoor adventure of a lifetime. Shady Rays is making an impact in your community, and others like it now and for years to come. You can shop the entire collection at their brand-new location, Park Meadows Mall. A full-stop shop for all things Shady Rays, and if you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. Shady Rays Independence Day sale is live right now. Go to ShadyRays.com. Get up to 50% off. 50, 50, 50% off. Aaron Gordon percent off. That's crazy. Dude, it is actually... So a lot of people got free sunglasses <laughs> in, this, in this company. 
I went to go buy these because I loved them so much. You look great. I bought two <laughs> pairs and I loved them. <laughs> you and look I amazing. Feel like a Power Ranger. You look like a Power Ranger. If I wear these and then do my turbo joint, I can just say turbo time, and I'm like those little. I'm like the Power Rangers. <gasps> turbo joint. Uh. Shady Rays Independence Sale. I already said that. It's live right now. Go to ShadyRays.com. Get up to 50% off single pairs of sunglasses. Try for yourself. The Shades rated five rapids by Yaya. Boom. The ultimate rapid boy. I am the rapid. I am, I am the burgundy boy. I am the I'm rapid <laughs> man. I'm rapid man's uh, sidekick. Rapid boy. <laughs> You're just this little like bucket of water. <laughs> I'm the drop that with makes a, little, like a bucket of water with a smiley face on it. I am the drop that will make everything disastrous. That's amazing. Uh, let's talk Western Conference transfers. How do you feel about that? I'm I'm fine with it. Okay, you're gonna have to carry the transfers in a little bit more because you're a little bit more. There's really just that. two teams that I think have made like real offensive additions recently. Okay. Um, we've sort of already hit on it with RSL, right? Adding Chicho, who we both love, love, way high on. I hate that move. I hate it because it's a good move and it sucks. But they also added this kid Palacio to their under 22 initiative. I saw that. This Colombian kid. He looks good. I have a gripe with that. Okay. And I think it comes to the U22 initiative. Right. I think it's stupid. Okay. I think you should just be able to get the kid without having to get that stupid ra- roster spot. Sure. And I think you should just be able to put him into your academy or wherever you want him. Just go from there. I think the U22 initiative is stupid. <laughs> I just think it's stupid. I hate it. Like, I don't get it. Max was part of it. Like, I just don't like it. I don't understand it. <laughs> I can't get over it. If, so, if someone performs the triple crown of DNVR Rapid <laughs> read, will Marshall provide the uh, DNVR swag, buy a herb, throw on the Shady Rays, eat an illegal pizza burrito? Yes. That is actually a great way to spend a Saturday night. Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes, I will do that. If, honestly, um, you could literally do that while listening to the Rapid Show on Saturday nights, and it right. would be an elite DNVR member. You're the best. Keep it up. Um, yeah, this RSL thing, I just, you know, I don't. It's not like Palacio has a ton of minutes and goals everywhere else, but it just seems like a, another strong move from him. And, and again, it's a good move, dude. Like again, I just don't like the U twenty two initiative, but that's like completely that's how they different. Got Max. Yeah, yeah, and look what happened. Um, like, we don't know that, but I, again, I still, I still don't like it. We also got uh, what we, we know uh, that. Yeah, we also, uh, <laughs> we also got a uh, Gustavo Icia. <laughs> that way, look where he's at. Yeah. So yeah. I just I don't like that one thing like but I think Palacios could be a guy with these young kids coming from from um, South America it's really hard to see who they are it's extremely right. difficult because you either are getting um, you're either gonna get a Cifuentes you're gonna get a guy like that who's super well like you're gonna get a a, a good kid you might get a Mosquera that's out in, in Portland and yeah. be like oh I got the cream of the crop, or you might get a Max, you might get a Gustavo, sure. and then you're kind of screwed, and then you're like, well, now I'm using this special roster spot for a guy that's not playing or something happened. Right. And that's why I just, that's the one reason. But I just hate that it's RSL and there's a chance that he might actually be good. Yeah, I think he's going to be pretty good. The other move I saw this week uh, that came through is Minnesota. The Loons getting Icelandic legend and Norwich legend Timu Puki. I love that name. Oh, he's amazing. He's just, great. He was on that super fun uh, 
uh, Icelandic team in the Euros in oh, France. Oh, that went kind of uh, far. Yeah, that, that like was kind of uh. their Cinderella run. Um, he's I- super fun. Um, look, he's 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 seasoned, right? He he's played a career and now he's here. But I don't necessarily care about Minnesota adding Pookie. I don't think that makes them some crazy dangerous team. But what I do see is a trend of rival Western teams who you who we feel the Rapids should Finish. be either competing with or better. Oh, me and Mitch immediately on the computer. <laughs> if You're you right. Lied, he's finished. He's finished. He's finished. You're right. Are we lying? No, here? no, no. no. I, had a, I must have had him mixed up with somebody else. Um, either way, he's been at Norwich for a long time. Scores goals. Um, Any chance I get to say poo and not Pookie. get in trouble? Like Pookie, I'm all for it. Uh, <laughs> um, look, everyone is adding goal scorers, right? These are finishers. Yeah. These are guys that have a track record of putting the ball in the back of the net. Uh-huh. And it, it feels like they are loading up. I the I will say about Minnesota that there was a lot of rumors that they were. I love the way they're they're throwing out their net and trying to see who they can get. They got an, uh, a guy from Honduras. Mm-hmm. They were looking at Japan and Korea for strikers, mm-hmm. and then they went all the way to uh, Finland to go get a strike uh, to go get a the English championship. Yeah, but, I mean, but still, they yeah, went out to yeah, Europe yeah. to go. Correct. Like, it's all the same thing, basically. Right. It's like all right, the same. Right, right, right. It's like the same U.S. It's all like the same. The same sure, thing, sure, like. sure, sure, sure. Like, but that's my thing. It's so incredible to me, like that they're actually throwing such a wide net. They've done a really good job of that, and that's kind of what you have to do if you're a team that doesn't have a bunch of money. But I think that's. The way they should be doing. I was thinking of Gilfie Sigurdsson. That's who you're thinking yes. of. Keep going. I do no, no, but like that's about it. I think Minnesota's doing the right thing. They're yeah. doing. They're sending an expansive net and trying to look all over the world. And I think it's mostly like that's what the Rapids should be looking at. I feel like they've kind of gotten stuck in two, three markets, and they're like, "Well, everything's too expensive. Spend money." <laughs> like Pookie's a guy I've always liked. I don't think he's going to be like a twenty-five or thirty point or thirty goal scorer. You know, I think he can be a 15 to 20 goals, 15 goal scorer, something like that, like in a Rubio range. I guess my point is, is there a market for Rubio if they are hitting the reset button and sending vets out? Does this diminish the market for Rubio, right? Do you see these moves and think I have to go better than Diego Rubio or will a team talk themselves into a Diego Rubio sale based on last year's production? The thing is, the MLS is such a weird league to play in. Right. Players come in, they're like, it's more competitive than that. It's more physical. It's faster. The, I think what's going to happen here is a team, like I hate to say it, like Seattle, who buys veteran players who have been good on other teams, are going to are gonna knock on Colorado's door and be like, hey, how much do you want for Rubio? 500 gam? All right, here you go. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll take them off your hands. I think that's going to happen. And I think that's what they should be doing, honestly. Yeah. I'm a huge Rubio guy. We're all Rubio guys. We've met, we've talked to Rubio multiple times. And honestly, it's not even for the club's sake. It's for Rubio's. He deserves better. He's a player. I think it's both. I think I think the club needs to get rid of every high-priced high vet they have. Yeah. And I you're completely right. But to me, it's when I say they should get rid of Rubio, it's not because he's been bad. It's because I want to see Rubio succeed. It's because what is what's, what's Rubio do for this team? What right is, now, we've seen the fully optimized version of this team for the last 18 months. And the, I think a guy like Rubio, and then you get into other guys like Keegan and who I never want them to sell ever, Mr. Rapid. Um, but again, you see guys and they can go be pieces on, on any of these playoff teams. 
two-thirds of the league is going to be a playoff team. You tell me someone doesn't want to add one of the most solid right backs in the league. Someone doesn't want to pay for a 15-goal scorer in Rubio. Like, there's going to be a market for these guys. Now, are they going to get, you know, what Norwich got for Pookie? Are they going to no. get what... what uh, Pachucas got for Chicho. They're not going to get no. anything near any of that. My Could they break a million bucks for him? Yeah, probably. And this is my thing. Ruby, I'm not conflicted on. I think he should leave, and it's for his own good. He's Correct. done everything he could for the club. He did what he had to do, and it's not working to not, to not his fault. He tried his hardest. He's the winner. It just weren't able to win. I think the next guy you got to look at, unfortunately, is Keegan. No. And no, and there's my thing. <laughs> I'm going to make two no. cases. Keegan no. would be the next guy because you have Seb Anderson. you got to see what you have. you got to start planning for the future a little bit older. And I want to see Keegan win. Keegan is just a guy that I like to succeed. Another guy that I just cheer for because of the guy he is. He's such a good dude. He's such a good player. He's so reliable and steady. He'll play every minute. I, it but, would be dumb to turn down a million-plus figure for but him. But this is my thing. How serious are you about winning? You keep Keegan because he's a culture guy. Yeah, I mean, look, that's I don't the want them to sell to that. Keegan. No, neither do I, but that's, he's a player that might be too good for this team. I think that's a really good point, actually. And it's, Like a really good point. But like, let's say he's too good, but you can keep him around and have him be your I don't know if he wants to guy. leave, yeah. Yeah, like if he doesn't want to leave, you keep him around. You say, thank you, you're a legend. And you put him up there with the Connor Casey's, the Beavis. The, oh, yeah. Even if he doesn't win, it doesn't matter. None of those guys did either. You keep him up there because right. he's a legend. He's a club legend. He's a Drew Moore. He, like, he is that guy. Who he is, is that guy, dude. He is your. He, he really is that guy. He's so dope. That's the thing. That's what Keegan becomes because Keegan has been here through good but and bad. But that's why I get scared that he's going to leave is because he is that guy. Exactly. And that's the issue. And it's not against. It's nothing against Keegan. I, if, I, if he leaves, I'm going to be so happy. And I want him to go to a contender so he can succeed because I cheer for his success but if the Rapids decide to move on it makes sense because you also have a Seb Anderson you want to start brand new and it's not his fault right. so Rubio and him are in the exact same spot yep. and those are the two guys that you look at and it's going to hurt to get rid of but those are the guys that might be able to help you the most and go either they're going to be great culture guys or you're going to open up spot and right. then you look at Sam Nicholson, he should go. And it has nothing to do, he just hasn't been good enough, and you need another guy. But to he like, has been good enough to sell. Exactly. Not good enough to win, good enough to be a, a piece on another team. Correct. Go, go take him to Cincinnati and have him be a guy off the bench. He's going to be great. Same thing with Mikey Barrios. Put Mikey out in L.A., he's going to be a great player. Put Mikey out in Austin, and he might push him to the next level. Put Mikey out in St. Louis, and he might be great. Lewis is another Lewis is another name like that where if there's a profile where a team with a one of these teams that already maybe brought in a striker right maybe it is a Minnesota maybe it is a RSL that sees maybe a it's whole, a New England that needs right like but says well if Lewis can get it to our good striker our giant physical striker that the Rapids haven't had in the same way like we think our attacking group around him would be better than he's ever played with I could 100 percent see a team talk themselves into Lewis. And that's the thing, like, the one player out of all this that I think you should get rid of, and it comes down to one thing, this player has to be gone. If one player is going to leave, it has to be Cabral. He's not going anywhere. He's not, but the one player that has to leave, <laughs> buy him out, do whatever you got to do. He's taking up minutes and not producing at all. Tough minutes, too. And also, Tough minutes. he's going to have a rough go at it if yeah. he stays any longer. Yeah. No, you're right. And I really do believe that mentally he's not going to be okay. What do you do? I mean, do you hope that like a league, 
like a league two in France is looking for him? Like, Dude, what do you like? What's the what's the pitch there? Th- this is the pitch. You send him out to Mexico. Like a loan deal to Mexico? Not even a loan deal, dude. They have money to spend. A That's team true. like a team like uh, Atlas, a team out there that can buy into something like this. Tigres, maybe. No, not Tigres. Tigres is too good for him. <laughs> I think he's. Good. No, Someone's gonna talk to themselves. Tigres is goes. the best team in North America. Yeah. So not Tigres. It would be like an Atlético, uh, a San Luis. It would Cruz Azul, a Cruz Azul, La Puma, a Tijuana, yeah, a yeah, Forest. Yeah. Like, Tijuana, shout out. That's my that's my like, Liga Mackey's team. I decided, by the way. I know we talked about yeah, it for a whole episode, but that's right, Landon. Let's go. But again, <laughs> these are play, these are that you can send out to a Toluca. Maybe somebody that can that can like help them out out there. Maybe that's just what you have to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's I think the one player that has to leave. Mm-hmm. Yarby, I think, should stay just because he's a goalkeeper and they have such a large sure. shelf and like. I think you can just keep them for yard for uh, until Bolgi's ready to go in two years. Okay, honestly. here's what we're gonna do: rapid fire. You say yes or no. That's it. That's all you get. Yes yep. or no, and we'll wrap up this segment. Stay or go. You're not saying yes or no. You're saying stay or go. Okay. Quick prediction: Rubio, go. Barrios, go. Lewis, go. <laughs> Selling off the whole team. Yarby, stay. Uh, Danny Wilson, go. Brian Acosta. Stay. Keegan. Go. That one hurt my heart a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I felt the little oh. chest pain. The air got heavy in here when it you did, did that, man. That, that one hurt a little um, bit. I don't want it to go. I love you, Keegan, so much. Don't leave. Cabral. <laughs> go. 100%. That's what you want to happen, not your prediction oh, for what will happen. Prediction for that one, yeah. I, I think stay. Stay. He's going to stay. Uh, I think that's it for now. I think everyone else is pretty. We all kind of know who. Lawless. Go. You need to see what Michael Edward has. I love Lawless is another guy that I love. Great dude. But you just again your age and your quality is not matching up. Man, this is brutal, bro. I can keep going. Sam Nicholson, go. Oh yeah, you're right. I forgot about Sam. Beta, go. No, keep Beta. He's leaving. Yeah, he's either retiring or leaving. He just wants to hang. He's he's there for the hangs and the vibes, dude. Let him hang. He he (laughs) might just leave because he's like, I'm retiring. I'm done losing. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, price option at the end of the year. Um, decline. Pick up. Wow. You pick it up because if you want a veteran that is. A pit burgundy. Oh, I mean, like, I, I, you don't have to sell me on the reasons yeah. to keep price around. You know which one I want. Eh, <laughs> you guys aren't gonna hate it. Uh, one of them I have to go is Max. Nope. All right, that's the that's gonna wrap up today's show. <laughs> okay, you, you got quick. a heart out. You got a heart out. Real so quick, I want to make quick. sure we hit. No, everything. no, real quick. Okay, like, we got it. Real quick, if you do get rid of Matsu, <laughs> it would just be because of money that you can get well, a good yeah, price yeah, for yeah. him, and then you can flip it for something else that can help you out. <laughs> I that, love Matsu. There's nothing again. This is nothing personal against these guys or even their players. <laughs> Logan, yeah, that's what's yeah, up, my guy. Matsu might just be a guy that <laughs> leaves because he's again 28. Wouldn't be matching your next timeline, depending who you bring in. You can reset timelines, man. You can, but again, 28, like. And then your midfield is like an average of 23. You need someone to teach Bombi the ways. I Again, see, people are hating me. And again, I don't think Max Scherzer should leave. But and I, and no, I love you Max need him to you need him and Bombi together. My biggest issue with it is just more timeline. And if you can get a good, if you can get a good, good deal. But you have him for four years. Well, don't you think that somebody's going to go out there and try to be like, hey, man, we'll give you a million dollars. 
You're not going to be like, yeah, man, should I get rid of this guy for a million? Kind of make up with the money you lost on Max? Everyone says no. That's right. Good job, guys. All right. Yeah, yeah. Plug us out of here. Uh, DNV underscore Rapid on, um, <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle is actually <laughs> Yahir underscore Vasquez underscore. If you want to tell me how stupid I am, I'm more than happy to hear you out multiple times a week. Um, my DMs are open if you guys want to talk. Uh, five-star review wherever you hear us, whether yep. it be Spotify, Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, yep. any of that. Yep. Give us a five-star review, please. Five. We really appreciate that. Five rapids, but they don't count rapids in they those only count apps. Stars. Count stars. Correct. Uh, hit the like button on your way out. That would really help us out. And tell rapids fan about us. They might enjoy talking a little BS. Hit that like. Uh, make sure you get your diehard membership at thednvr.com. Gets you a discount at the bar. Gets you a discount on merch. Gets you free merch. Gets you early access tickets. Gets you behind the paywall. Gets you into the Discord. The the Madden League, maybe a FIFA League. Who knows? Look, all that stuff, man. You know the drill. It's all important. We all want your support, and we appreciate every bit of support that you have. Um, like, subscribe, interact with us on the Twitters. More important than all of that. The same thing we say at the end of every single one of these shows. Up the pits. <laughs>